0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going through 20 money-saving hacks uncovering the best ways to save money. Are you ready for it, Pablo? I'm ready. Okay, so let's just jump straight in. Pablo, How? what are some ways that we can save money on our housing costs?
1: Housing costs? funding a rich girlfriend.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I did.
0: Yeah? You know? Anything else?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can like, I don't know, for renters, like I think finding areas that are not too expensive or, you know, within your budget, I think it's important, looking at, how much your budget is and not always just say you want to live there because X, Y, Z, but really looking at it. That's, I think, first thing to look at before even starting negotiating or anything like that. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. I would also like to say um, asking for a longer lease. So, as we know, housing costs the cost of living is rising. So, something that you may not have known that you can do is actually ask for a longer lease. So, when you put an offer on a place, usually uh, the average is about a year, like a one-year lease. But you could also ask the agent if you could actually do a two-year lease. And the benefits of getting a two-year lease is you've got the place for two years. And generally, in that two-year period, your landlord doesn't really it's not very common that your landlord would actually increase the price of your rent in that two-year period so that's a good money saving hack right there
1: yeah that's very true because even though like for us when we uh, went overseas and rented out our place and then the tenant that visited the place they said we want two years lease and i was like really oh two years okay yeah, that's pretty good like less headaches you know it's guaranteed income so even if it's not as high like oh you know it's really good to have solid tenant that would be there for two years.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And benefits for the landlord too, because they don't have to go out into the property market, list the place again, which has other costs involved. So the landlord is saving money in that way. So they're happy to, you know, offer maybe a cheaper price for the second year of rent, um, just knowing that there's someone going to be there.
1: Yeah, that's very true. And what about for people that have a mortgage or want to get into like getting a property?
0: Okay, so there's this thing. It's really sneaky. It's called the loyalty tax. Have you heard of it?
1: Uh, I think you mentioned it yesterday <laughs> when we were writing the podcast. Yes, yes, more.
0: when I mentioned it. <laughs> when we were writing the podcast, that's true. So basically, the loyalty tax is a tax that loyal customers pay when they don't have a look around at the market. They don't see what's out there on the market. They're not looking for better offers. And I think one thing that... oh. How do I describe this? Um,
1: Use ChatGPT, like just quick <laughs> ChatGPT. Okay, that's how to describe it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, for example, let, let's let's give a real tangible example. We have a home loan, and we fixed our home loan interest rate for one year. And unfortunately, that one year had come to the end of its uh, period. So, our one-year fixed period was up, and our home loan provider change the rates because, as we know, the interest rates have been going up and up and up over the past couple of months. So now we have a new rate, which is much higher than our existing rate. And something that we did was we actually had a look on our bank's website and we saw what are the actual rates that this bank is offering for new customers. And something that we found was that this bank was actually offering cheaper rates for new customers and cashback offers. But here we are, loyal customers of this bank. We've been with this bank for three years, paying our mortgage, paying all the bills on time, paying all of our interest, yet we get higher rates than new customers. And that is a perfect example of the loyalty tax. And yeah, I think it's um, it's really important if you have been with a bank for a long time, let's say it's a mortgage, or even if it's something like a phone plan, internet plan, electricity plans.
1: Your employer.
0: Your employer. The loyalty tax exists in so many different areas. So, it's really important to check and see how much you're getting paid at your current employer. Is that aligned with market rates? How much you're paying for your phone and internet? Is that aligned with the different offers out there on the market? And if you do find a better deal out there, then maybe consider switching what do you think about that, Pablo? Yeah,
1: it's definitely true. Like, you need to look at the numbers and then just, like, accept whatever happens to you. Like, you need to, to see, like, what rates you are given, what they're giving to new customer. Is there a better rate out, outside as well? But also, you don't want to be, like, spending hours and hours researching, researching, and be like, okay, it's been, like, five days of research. I find, like, the cheapest, you know? You want to, like, find a better rate, but also, like save your time so i think it's important to to look at the rate and how much time you spend like, doing that and then also like get a better rate uh, overall
0: yeah that's true i mean you don't want to be switching banks and switching phone and internet providers like every couple of months as you find a new deal i guess there's a bit of a balance i think every year or two years it's worth taking a look and potentially renegotiating with your current providers yeah exactly and, yeah very good Okay, so next topic, food. What are some different ways that people can save money on food, Pablo?
1: Well, one way that I save money or more time on food and time is money is opening a factory. But let me explain. So a factory, so I have like this breakfast that I make, which is like overnight oats. And instead of making it every single night, I make it in one night or one evening. And I lay out like six jars And then I fill them up with like yogurt, oats, milk, whatever. And then instead of spending like so much time creating it, that's why I just make the factory. And then I save so much time by just making it in one go. And then I have breakfast for the whole week, but I don't spend like much time making it. So even though it's not money directly, it's like save me a lot of time overall. And then just easy the morning, get my overnight oats that was made on Sunday or whatever, and that's why you call it the the factory.
0: So what's the factory?
1: The Pablo factory. It's you? I am the factory. It's <laughs> two hands that you can see. They are the factory.
0: Well, maybe they're listening on podcast. Maybe they can't see the two hands. You can picture the two hands. You can picture the two hands, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and some other ways you could save money on food would be downloading supermarket apps. So whatever supermarket you shop at or grocery store you shop at, it might have an app. And a good way to save money there is downloading the apps, having a look at those offers. And sometimes they offer special discounts for people that use the app or use loyalty cards.
1: Speaking of supermarket, I think you want to also like, try out multiple supermarkets. So, you know, like, sometimes there are, like, supermarkets that sell cheaper, like, milk or things in bulk, and you want to go there, like, to do all your bulk shopping. And then for all the other stuff, then you can go to the more regular supermarket. And I think it's a good way of, like, saving money, but without having to sacrifice on quality.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a really good way.
1: Even, like, Asian supermarkets are really good, like, for Asian stuff. Yeah,
0: obviously, (laughs) obviously. obviously. Yeah, really good. And even food apps. So if you're looking to dine out go somewhere there are lots of different apps that you can download so for example first table you can get a discount for being the first table on that night either like a dinner session or a lunch session there's eat club which is another app where you can get discounted food and Shopback pay so definitely have a look around your local area see if there are any apps that you could get discounted food at
1: yeah sure Free food or cheaper food is always good. The only thing is that after when you try those apps and stuff is that it's hard to pay the full price, but you know, that's the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, so utilities.
1: Utilities. So, Everyone's favorite topic. Yes, of course, you know, electricity, gas.
0: Yeah, it's like you sometimes think it's free, but it's not free. Like you actually have to pay for it, but it it just it doesn't re- immediately come to mind, hey? Eh?
1: Exactly, I guess because people, you don't pay directly because not every day you're going to pay for it. It's not like when you take the bus or whatever, you're going to pay for it, a ticket. It's like you just don't see it happening, but you use it.
0: It's hidden costs, right?
1: Hidden cost of life.
0: Every time you switch on that light bulb, that's money. That's money. That's money, that's money. yeah.
1: Electricity tip is, you know, like we're doing now, using, like, someone else's office
0: <laughs> to record a podcast. Thank you, equity mates. It, <laughs> equity mates. Yeah. And, yeah,
1: like, not having to pay for electricity <laughs> that way. Well,
0: maybe we will have to. Like, like all yeah. these lights, we'll
1: you know, that will cost a lot of money. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. one day, like, you left the light turned on, like, in the YouTube studio?
0: Oh, yeah. So, um, we had a YouTube studio in our spare bedroom and we had maybe six different lights and sometimes I would work in there as well. So, after I filmed a video, I would just get on my computer, just work and whatnot. And, <laughs> and go on Instagram. And go on Instagram. You know, the things you do, go on emails, whatever. And we checked at the end of that quarter. We paid like three times the price for our electricity. And it just did not occur to me that obviously... Thinking back now, I should have turned off the lights when I'm not using them. But sometimes you just forget. So yeah, switch off the lights that you're not using. That is a big one.
1: And also use like LED lights, even though they're more expensive up front. Over the lifetime, they are much cheaper to run.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. LED lights. I wonder when you would break even on LED lights. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? It's a New good video idea. idea. New TikTok idea. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. While
1: well, you at that and I was thinking also the loyalty tax you were talking earlier. You know, that's also important because usually, like, new customers also get, like, you know, cashback or bonus points, stuff like that. And I often did, like, uh, whenever to get, like, moving places or, you know, switching to a new provider, then and then you get, like, free quanta points or frequent flyer, supermarket uh, voucher and things like that. So that's something that can be very really good as well as so switching, not all the time because it's annoying, And actually, it's not even that annoying because you literally just call them up, and then they set up for you. They don't even have to do anything. So Mm -hmm. that's something that's good to do. I think for for utilities,
0: very true. And what about your cold showers, Pablo? Your showers in the morning?
1: Cold showers? That's something I was going to go through. Yes, I've just started that twenty no fifteen days ago. You know, not a habit yet. Not reached twenty one days, but getting there. And yeah, I think it's good. It's good in terms of utility-saving electricity because first my shower is much faster, probably like two minutes now. (laughs) Why? Because it's cold.
0: (laughs) You don't want to stay in there longer? (laughs) That's right. You You Not an enjoyable experience?
1: In and out. It's all right nowadays, you know. I just make it through. And it's also good for health, I think, I mean, from what I read. So I'm just trying it out, seeing how it goes. I can see this morning you had cold shower conito. Uh
0: yeah, sort of. At the end. At, the, at end. the end I turned on the cold water. I'm not I'm not like Pablo yet, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned. The,
1: the technique, I think what I was reading is first you need to not think and just go straight for it. You know, like the more like if you turn on the cold shower and then you just look at it and you wait, the more you wait, the more you're gonna be scared, the less you're gonna go. And the more painful it's going to be. And th- the more pain you feel even m- not even being inside, just feeling, the, you know. So that's already one thing. Just go straight in. And that's already helped. Second thing is to breathe fast. <laughs> like this. And then that brings actually more oxygen into your body, which warms up your body.
0: And what about screaming?
1: That's what I heard you one day. And that's how I knew you were like onto something.
0: Yeah, screaming? Yeah. Does that help?
1: It helps, but it doesn't help the electricity bill. Uh,
0: are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Because I'm using more energy, I guess, screaming.
1: Yeah, maybe you want the place, so mm-hmm. we don't have to use the, the heater.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it's like free entertainment for Pablo. He doesn't need to listen to a song. He can just hear me singing yeah, and exactly, screaming in free. the shower.
1: I don't have to use Spotify.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: By the way, if you're using Spotify now or Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give a good five star.
0: That was very seamless, Pablo. Exactly. Very seamless. I love it. Okay, so on to the next one. Furniture. 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 Do you have any good hacks?
1: Multipurpose furniture.
0: Yeah? Like what? Yes.
1: Like the table.
0: Like the table.
1: I don't know if people saw the video we've done on like this new table. It took quite a while to find it. But, you know, I saw that in, in France, actually, lots of people living in small living area. And they need, like, multi-purpose places. Uh, no, multi-purpose furniture. furniture. And that's why I saw, like, this YouTuber that had, like, a table that's also a dining table. I was, oh, that's pretty cool. I want one. And here in Australia, because people have big places, it's not as popular. And then I found this shop, like, in uh, near Homebush, like, uh, in the western Sydney. And then they were selling it. So it was perfect. Went there, find it really good. And then now, yeah, we have this... Multi-purpose furniture. So you can buy one piece of furniture for two things. That's already saving money.
0: I love it. I love it. I would also like to add, and this is a really, really good tip. Okay. Are oh. you ready? Are you ready? What is it? It's a really good tip. Okay, You're going to love it. Hit me. <laughs> okay. So when you're looking to sell secondhand furniture, one place that you can go is you can go onto Facebook Marketplace and sell your furniture that way. Although sometimes your furniture doesn't always sell even if you do drop the prices. So something that you can actually do is Ikea has this buyback furniture program. So if you have an Ikea piece of furniture, you can take it back to Ikea. Even if it is used, even if it has scratches and it's not in the best condition, they will actually buy back your furniture and then give you a voucher in return. So that's something that we were able to do for some pieces of Ikea furniture that weren't selling on Facebook marketplace. So we got our Ikea voucher.
1: Yeah, I think it's very good because some Sometimes, obviously usually facebook marketplace will give you the best value for money but sometimes well first you have to take pictures and not everyone like wants to to buy it or you know it's like not always easy so if it's like easy furniture you can just drop it by ikea weekdays where there are less people it's really good the only thing is they will give you obviously voucher and not like cash but if you need to buy something you know when you go to ikea there is always something to buy
0: yeah, after, exactly. After
1: you watch uh, Adrian's TikTok, <laughs> you know, he knows the deals at Ikea.
0: There is always something to buy at Ikea without voucher. And something that's really good about this program is Ikea actually doesn't make a profit on the buy back furniture platform. It's just a program that they use to try and like recycle furniture and put it back out there into the world. So I think it's a really good program. Give it a go yeah. and let me know how you go.
1: Yeah, let us know. Hit Korean uh, on Instagram.
0: Yeah, let us know. Tag us. And
1: um, what about clothing?
0: Oh, clothing. We got a good one today, actually. So today we met um, another financial content creator, Kana Campbell, and she showed us this really nice Chanel bag that she bought 10 years ago. But honestly, it looks brand new and she bought it secondhand 10 years ago. Still looks brand new. She bought it for $4,000 and now it's worth between ten to $12,000, which is actually crazy. So sometimes, obviously, you know, not every handbag that you purchase will go up in value like that one. But I think sometimes there is something to be said about buying quality things over quantity. And yeah, what do you think about that, Pablo?
1: Yeah, for sure. Especially now that, I mean, obviously it's like you need to be able to afford this 4,000. But like not everyone can, but if you can or if you want to as well, you know, and if you take care of it, that's something that can be really good. But something that she was saying is that you need to, keep the paperwork at first she bought it secondhand like you said but she kept the paperwork she kept the box she really took care of the bag and you could see like it's like brand new now so I think it's really impressive and she can use it like often as well so
0: yeah exactly she she had all of her bags in dust bags in her closet and when she brings them out with her she doesn't just put it on the ground she puts it on like you know like a little
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first
0: purchase. Good thing. And do you have any other tips to save money on clothing, Pablo?
1: I do actually a TikTok tip. Yeah, So this Tell one us. is a hanger tip. So you know like at home when you like put every clothes on hangers or if you put your clothes mm-hmm. and then they're all obviously the right way. So it's easy to put them in and out with the hook towards the backwards yeah. right but then this hack is actually to change all of your clothes the wrong way around and let me finish before you <laughs> why, yeah, why would you do that pablo because it's tiktok you do everything <laughs> upside down TikTok. that's how you get views i see
0: yeah. yeah
1: and then you're like why on tiktok comment why are you putting it down <laughs> yeah
0: and that's why the video went viral exactly. and that's why that's you, why saw, you it. saw it and yeah. that's why I'm because it was a it? dumb hack yeah exactly no it's not
1: finished <laughs> So basically, you put them all the wrong way around. And then as you take your clothes like every day, you take them out and then you put them the right way. So it means you've been using these clothes. And then six months come by, so a year come back and then you're like, okay, well, which clothes have I not used? And you can easily see that with the hanger.
0: Hmm, Very smart. And have you been using this, public? I have. Yeah?
1: And got to know with quite a lot of clothes that way.
0: That's really good. So you've cleaned up your wardrobe. I have. Do you feel like you've, you've ever like let go of something that, that you actually missed?
1: Not missed because I haven't used it. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it. You know that's sometimes great. when you're like, oh, I haven't used it in a long time, but maybe I'm going to use it. Here you really have the fact. You, can be, you can't be saying to yourself, oh, I'm going to use it sooner. I've used it that not long ago. No, actually you haven't because it's the wrong way around
0: yeah, you'll know, you can mark the date that you did it, and you'll be like, "Oh, it's been like that for over a year now." I'm yeah. probably not going to use it. Exactly. I've been through the four seasons, and this piece of clothing has not been worn.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a good. One. And you started buying like more fancy, expensive clothes, right? Recently, why is that?
0: Yeah. So I think earlier when I was much younger, I would always shop in the sale sections. And I would always think that's the best deal because it's in the sales section, it's cheaper. But what I found was sometimes I would buy things on sale that I didn't really like and I just bought it because it was cheap. But these days I try to take the approach of cost per wear. So if I buy something, a new piece of clothing, I want to make sure that I wear that piece of clothing a lot. Like I'm, I'm talking like a lot, like all of my friends would have seen me in this piece of clothing like 10 times, you know, like I want to have pieces of clothes that I can wear in so many different situations. And even though they are expensive upfront, when you actually work out the cost per wear, they're actually cheaper than the cheap in quotation marks clothes that I got on sale. So I, and also I feel a lot better wearing them because I'm like, yeah, I, I actually am buying clothes that I really, really love, not just because the price looks good. And yeah, it's just made me a lot more comfortable with the clothes that I buy. What about you, Pablo? Do you do a similar thing?
1: I don't buy many new clothes nowadays, more like sports clothes and yeah, use them every day. But even something like you'll think that everyone, like last time you were telling me about like, oh, you know, everyone saw me in that dress, you know, but actually... Like, the night we went out and you had that dress, people are oh, that's a really nice dress. You know, it was a new group of friends. You know, maybe you think that people saw you, but actually they haven't.
0: That's true, yeah. And,
1: like, you're always, like, the most self-critical about yourself.
0: Exactly. I could I could have probably worn the same dress for, like, a year and I don't even think yeah. people would notice. Wasn't it <laughs> that would guy... Still be like, yeah.
1: On, nice like, dress. the news, he was wearing the same suit for one year. Yeah, no, no one, one noticed, noticed.
0: But also... That was also a point yeah, to show yeah, yeah. that like, you know, because I guess in general, um, people tend to, you know, critique what women wear, but not so much what males wear. But hopefully that tide is turning. Maybe you won't notice me wearing the same thing all the time. We'll do a test. We'll do a we'll test. We'll do a test. Well, <laughs> from
1: now on, you're going to wear the same clothes every single day. Yeah. And I'm going to see. How long
0: will it take for people to notice?
1: Wear, I don't know, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Maybe, do you think people would be able to smell me through the camera? Will they be like, oh, I can smell the... Maybe they're going to see that
1: I'm further and further away from you (laughs) in the podcast. Yeah,
0: in like the TikTok videos, people like kind of make a beeline around me when I'm walking down the street.
1: It's a wider angle because (laughs) the camera is further.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be good. All right. Um...
1: What about health?
0: Health, yeah. Do you have any tips for health?
1: I think uh, just simple, like just going to the gym. Yeah, but it seems simple, and you know, like staying fit and stuff like that. And I think it prevents a lot of stuff happening upfront. Obviously, gym is not free, so you're paying money. But I think upfront, like for the cost of living, like later on, and having less issue back problem or you know stretching and doing that, like is really important.
0: Yeah, that's very true, very true.
1: Remember, we are talking to the yoga teacher.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting story. So we had a yoga class and there was this teacher. And, you know, like, like a yoga teacher would be. She was super flexible. She was doing all these handstands after class, like, for a really long time. Very strong, very flexible woman. And looking at her being really strong and flexible, you would think, wow, that must be easy for her. Maybe she naturally is a bit more flexible or strong than other people but actually we were talking to her after the class and what she told us was that she actually had some issues with her spine and she got her spine replaced so she has like metal rods in her spine and there was a time when she actually could not get out of bed she couldn't walk her back hurt so much It was a struggle for her to even walk and get out of bed. But over time, she practiced, she started stretching a bit more and... Things that, that were easy for other people was extremely, extremely difficult for her. But eventually, she got to the point she started teaching yoga or like learning to become an instructor. And now she's so flexible, like you would not even know that she had this massive spine operation. And it was really inspiring because now I'm like, damn, what's my excuse? <laughs> yeah. I have no excuse now to not, to not be able to do all the things that she's doing. She's got a metal spine and she still does it. So yeah, that's really cool
1: inspiring story for sure
0: yeah very inspiring and another thing that I would say is that it's really important even though health can be really expensive go to the dentist get your checkups done go to the doctor because at the end of the day prevention is better than the cure and if you are doing all of your regular checkups and they can detect things early, that will probably be, even though it is expensive, probably be cheaper than later on down the line having to do expensive surgeries and things like that. Another thing that might be worth looking into is private health insurance. If you are above like a um, an income bracket of around $90,000 per year, it could be worth getting private health insurance and have a look and see if something like that would be right for you. Um, Yeah, any other tips, Pablo?
1: No, no, I'm ready for the entertainment category.
0: Okay, okay, let's go, let's go. Entertainment, do you have any tips on entertainment, Pablo? Uh,
1: Yeah, I think like if you can go weekdays, things, you know, like we do like this uh, hot infrared sauna and uh, we're doing like, we started on a Sunday just to try it out and I was really good. And I was like, oh, we wanted to book it again. We wanted to book it again. And then we saw that. Oh, well, actually, during weekdays is much cheaper, like, you know, before 4 p.m. And we're like, okay, well, why don't we do that? Why don't we actually go weekdays and we pay, like, probably 30% less for the same thing and have the same enjoyment out of it? So I think if you go, like, cinema or do activities during weekdays rather than weekends, if you can, obviously not everyone can. That's something that can save you money. And you usually get the same value out of it or even less people, you know. It's always a win. It's a win for the people that sell you this activity because there will be nobody at this time as well. So it's a win-win.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think we went axe throwing once and it actually is a lot cheaper on the weekday rather than the weekend and generally less busy too.
1: Yeah, exactly. That was like actually not too busy. Less, less people die on Mondays, I think
0: note. Yeah. And something else would be definitely check out those apps. So, Shopback, Cash Rewards, they usually have some pretty good deals on entertainment, like movie tickets and things like that. So, if you are looking to do something fun, check out those apps, see if they have any good deals running, any cheap movie tickets or concert tickets and things like that. And even Google, before you do purchase anything, Google and see if you can find a coupon code or install the Honey extension, which is like a free extension that that automatically goes through coupon codes when you're at the cart. That that can honestly save you quite a bit of money and it actually does not take that much time as well.
1: No, exactly. It's so easy because it's like a Chrome extension that just directly tells you, oh, you can get 5, 10, 15% off, off that movie ticket or whatever by Voucher and then you can get money off. And by the way, like if people don't have the shop back or cash rewards, I think we have link in the description.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we can both get some free money if you don't already have these apps. So, personal care. What are some ways that you save money on your personal care, Pablo? How do you stay looking fresh?
1: I try to buy on sale, you know, like not like doing impulse buy or things like that. First, usually I will get gifted (laughs) some stuff, you know, like your mom gave me like a shaving cream. So, that's good because I don't shave often. I keep that for like months. -hmm. And I don't have much personal care about from like shaving cream or face cream or things like that. Uh, Otherwise, I will try to buy on sale, you know, just after Christmas when like all these, you know, gift boxes are coming out and people have bought them already. Mm -hmm. I don't know that. Uh, What about you?
0: Yeah, I would say, yeah, definitely shop sale periods, Black Friday, Christmas, things like that. Um, That's when I usually buy new makeup and skincare and. Like Pablo said, I also write a list so I'm not impulse purchasing stuff I don't need. I would also say, okay, so for the ladies out here listening to the podcast, I've actually recently gotten into um, reusable menstrual products. So I have a menstrual cup and I also have period underwear and I did the maths and worked out, I was just curious, like how much would this actually save me over a lifetime? And I, I know this is really, really nerdy, but I had this graph and one of them was like, you know, how much the average tampon costs, how many tampons I would use per cycle, how much the pads will cost, how much the how many pads I would use per cycle, and then work out when would I actually break even on these products cuz they're not cheap up front. Um, the cup that I bought was around $40 and the underwear that I bought was around $25-30. So they're not cheap purchases. But when you actually run through the numbers, it only takes around four to six months to break even on those purchases. And the best part is it's all eco-friendly. So all of those pads and tampons that I would usually just put in the rubbish bin that would go to landfill. Now I'm actually using reusable period care products and yeah, I'm saving a lot of waste as well. So it really makes me happy saving money and also saving the planet too.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. everyone
0: yeah so transport what are some ways that you save money on transport
1: well there was this hack actually I used to do in Sydney when there was like the opal card and it just came out and you know you had to pay only for 8 trips basically and then after 8 trips everything was free but the trips are more expensive if you live far rather than if you live close and what I was doing I don't think it was illegal or anything but you could actually do these very short trips and then just bump up all your like $1.50 trips, up to eight trips. And then after that, on the first day of the opac and after that, like you had like literally free transport for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. So that was a really good hack, which unfor- unfortunately doesn't work anymore. They changed the system.
0: They closed the loophole.
1: They they found out. I think after it we went on the news or something, like too many people were doing it. They're like, <laughs> well, we're actually losing money with this system.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: But, you know, other than that, like I think, Not transport like a train, but like the um, plane. I think Ponce flights are really good.
0: Oh, This has changed our life, honestly.
1: Yeah, how much have we saved so far? Like thousands.
0: Oh, I think we've honestly saved, I'm going to have to say like 15 grand on flights. We've probably saved 15, 20 grand on flights over the last couple of years by using frequent flyer points and credit cards. It's honestly... So underrated. I could talk for hours about this topic, I Show me topic. an example like
1: the, the world tour we did.
0: Yeah, that's true. So we went on this world trip and we actually recorded the price of how much it costs to book all of our flights with points. And we also compared it to how much these flights would cost if we pay cash for those flights. And we ended up saving. So the point with all the points flights and keep in mind, we also did fly business class for some of them as well. We only spent around $1,500 in total for around the world trip. And this is with six different stops going from Sydney to Singapore, all around the world in Europe, and then back to the US and back to Australia, six different international flights, some of them business class, some of them a premium economy for $1,500. And we compared how much would it cost if we got the exact same flights, but with cash. And it would have costed us over $10,000 for the exact same trip. So it's pretty crazy. You can save so much money using points.
1: Yeah, it's insane like how much money you can save. Obviously nowadays after COVID, there are much less flights available with points and more people have points to use. So it's harder to find than like three years ago, but it's like still very good value. So if you are flexible with your date and want to travel more, paying less, I think that's something really good to, to have a look into.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is important to keep in mind, you know, credit cards, it's important to know how to use them responsibly and Pablo and I, even though we do use credit cards, it's not like we're spending money that we don't have. We're very conscious of all of the purchases that we make on our credit cards and and every time we buy something, we know that we can actually afford the things that we're buying. So at the end of the month, we transfer the full amount so we don't pay any interest. And we, we basically just use the credit card so that we can accumulate points and also get uh, free travel insurance, um, free purchase protection and extra insurances on our cards that we wouldn't normally get with a debit card.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very good. So do you have any other... That we haven't mentioned in any new categories that you you want to share, like that was not part of this list?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. What about you, Pavlo? Uh,
1: I think talking with friends. You know, like there's so much that you can research or whatever, you know, but the more you talk to people, the more you're going to discover ways that people do things that are maybe better way or you can save time or money or doing something differently. You know, the more you observe and talk with people, the more you're going to save money or improve in your life. And I think that's very important.
0: It's true. Have you heard the quote? Your net work is your net worth.
1: Mm, very yeah. good pun.
0: It's, it's true, isn't it? Because I feel like especially, you know, if your friends are driven and they're out there, they're finding better ways to do things. That that really does rub off on you. Oh yeah, for it's, sure. It's really amazing. So definitely have a look around your circle and, yeah, hang out with in- inspiring people. Maybe they can teach you a thing or two and like have those good vibes rub off on you as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Speaking of hangout, we might do a hangout soon in Sydney
0: yeah yeah so we will be doing a hangout soon we'll drop the links on our social platforms but yeah thank you so much for watching anything else you want to add Pablo
1: yeah thanks we're back now we'll try to do a, once a week a podcast thanks for listening to that one all the way to the end if you enjoyed it don't forget the review
0: <laughs> Pablo. Always, always, the, review, you always know? the plug. the review. Always the plug. I love always. it. Always. Yeah.
1: And yeah, let us know like on Instagram or anything, like if you want to or have any subject that you'd like us to discuss.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We'll see, see you next soon. week. Bye. <laughs>